Goedemorgen. Goedemiddag. Goedemiddag. Welcome to the Aisha Network, where I, Chaya Evers, together with fascinating and remarkable women from the Amsterdam Jewish community, will be sharing stories and journeys on motherhood and womanhood. A little bit of English and Beit in Nederlands. Join us for the second season of our well-acclaimed podcast. Like the humid summer rain, I've been choosing all pieces, oh, but pieces never fit. Hi, everyone. It's so wonderful to be introducing Haisha's second season of our podcast to you, our listeners. Um, I've had the privilege and honor of meeting so many women in the past few weeks and interviewing them, sitting with them, learning about them and their story and journey, and I'm so excited to be introducing them all to you in the coming weeks. I decided to come on here today and start our first podcast as a feature to introduce myself to all of you. So as many of you may know, I originally come from New York. I was born and raised there, and 12 years ago, I married my husband, Eli Melech Evers, and we lived in America for a few years, I think three years, and then we packed our bags with our two children and we moved to Amsterdam. And when we moved here, it was a very big transition coming from a big, vibrant um, American Jewish community to a more smaller European community. And I definitely had a, a lot of learning to do and you know, getting used to, but I have to say that um, it was a great opportunity for our family and we're so happy that we made this move. So yeah, I'm one of you guys. So the year that I moved to Amsterdam, quite a few families had left, um, moved to Israel or other places, and people really were shocked that we came, and many people approached us and said, you know, I think you made a mistake, you know, this is a dying community, another few years you're gonna have to move out, I, I can't believe that you moved here. And I remember thinking that that was an interesting thing for people to say because I was blown away by the beauty of the city, um, by the nature, by the culture, by the art, um, by the history. And I wasn't even thinking of going anywhere. So I thought, okay, my life's mission now is to prove everybody wrong that we're going to stay here for longer than a year. And I guess eight years later, I could say we're still here and we're still um, loving Amsterdam and the potential and the present that it is. So I'm just going to share a little bit also about my past. I used to work in America in special education. I worked quite a few years with children on the autistic spectrum disorder. And then after I had my first son, I switched to working with typically developing children and I became a preschool teacher. And that was a really amazing experience for me. And as I started to get more into education, it became something that I was really passionate about. When I moved here to Holland, I didn't have the opportunity to especially go and work in education because I didn't have the language. And after two or three years, I found a job at a wonderful, wonderful day center school slash organization called Stichting Ark. And I worked there um, with children on the autistic spectrum disorder and it happened to be that this institution very much aligned with the study that I did um, with special education and they practiced um, in the same ideology that I was practicing. So it was something that was really exciting for me to be able to do this same philosophy in another country. And I worked in that school for two and a half, two and a half years 
and had a wonderful experience there and the people there were kind and just a great great work atmosphere and I'll always be so thankful to them. After I gave birth to my daughter Adina I was thinking if I should go back to that school which I really loved and then an opportunity came up and I realized that I could maybe teach um, the Dutch Jewish school because I was already speaking Dutch, ik kan in Nederlands praten, ik geef les elke dag in Nederlands. And I took the jump and started teaching at the Cheder school and I became my daughter's teacher. She was in the group three and it was just something that I was trying out because I'd always taught preschool age and I thought, you know, maybe this is interesting, maybe this is something new. And I started teaching first grade and really fell in love with it. And now I guess I could say almost two years later or three years later yeah three years later I'm really really satisfied with um, my progress and growth as a teacher and I just hope that I can only get better and wiser and more experience in this um, field so I'm a teacher and I'm very passionate about it and if you ever stop me in the street and ask me about education I will keep you for a long time because I'm very passionate about this topic and With being an educator, I also started Stichting Haisha, which is the platform that I'm using now to share my story with all of you. Um, Haisha was just this idea, like around also three years ago, three and a half years ago, there was a weekend from Go Jewish and Mrs. Lori Palatnik, founding director of Momentum, she came to Holland for the Shabbaton and she gave a whole speech and she spoke about her organization, which basically empowers women and communities to have women organizations and partner with her organization bringing women to Israel and really learning about Jewish values and identity and the the one of the big targets of momentum was to create space for leadership for women in Jewish communities and empowerment and I listened to her message and I found it very very refreshing and new and different and after the weekend A few of us um, sat down and started to discuss the potential of maybe opening an organization in Holland that could partner with Momentum and bring those ideas to our community. So it started with just emailing back and forth and, you know, coming and thinking and deciding. And then we just said, okay, let's do it. And we sat down and we thought, what kind of name could we give an organization that has to do with women? And, you know, we really were back and forth as well about it. And we decided to name it Haisha, which is a Hebrew for saying the woman because each woman in our community should feel like she is the woman, she is the one, she is the leader of her home, she is the leader of her community, she has a voice, she has power. And it's something really interesting because as we started, you know, with um, our partnership and introducing our organization to the community and a year later we actually invited Lori Palatnik back to help us launch Aisha and explain to the community what we wanted to do. It really, it really hit me that it was something that could really um, change our community. And after our first groundbreaking event, we had really like 100, 150 women came out to hear about it. There was like this dip where I thought for a minute, you know, we had this high, big event welcoming everyone in, but we're not anything yet. We're not an organization. We're not like an identity yet because we didn't do anything yet. And I really feel that as an organization, until you do things, 
you know, actions speak louder than words. You're, you're really not anything. You can be an idea and a great idea, but you really have to roll up your sleeves and get to work, which was not always easy because, you know, you need to have a little bit of um, chutzpah to message people and to invite people and to email people and to go on social media and really put yourself out there, not for yourself, but really for your organization. So that was something that I needed to get used to. And, you know, I have times where it's easier for me and sometimes that it's harder for me because, you know, I'm also a private person and I have my own personal life. And it's not always so easy just to come on and, you know, talk all the time. But I realized, and I still realize this, that coming out of my own shell and sharing with people the delight I have in my Jewish identity and bringing other people in to share their, their delight as well brings tremendous joy to me and also to my family because they see that I'm doing something for other people that that brings me so much happiness and that makes them happy as well. My kids have asked questions about Haisha all the time. And I think, you know, what started as just this big idea started to become something more groundbreaking. In November of 2019, we took our first group to Israel with Momentum. And that was an amazing experience. We were a small group. We were five women. And you know, it was a new idea and those women were really brave that they trusted Haisha enough to say, we're going to take this leap of faith. We're going to join this trip, even though we don't know anyone who went on it before and we're not so sure about it. And, you know, that was really, really courageous of, of the women. And I'm always going to be thankful to them for starting this because it was a wonderful um, experience. It was a lifetime experience, something that I'm looking forward to doing again and again with many more women in this community. It's actually a year now since we were in Israel. And what was so beautiful about this trip was that we were joined together from with women from around the world. And the trip to Israel is really like this idea of making like birthright for moms. And, you know, you're on a bus with 50 other women and all of them are mothers with all kinds of Jewish diverse backgrounds. There was doctors and lawyers and nurses and teachers and stay-at-home moms, all of it. And everyone had such passion and joy just to be in Israel together. There's something also about Israel that just elevates people's moods and spirits and, you know, the the diversity. Um, some people were more practicing. Some people were traditional. Some people some people didn't have that much engagement with Jewish community. But this was an opportunity to really connect to the land of Israel and to the Jewish people. And we had women from Poland, from New York City, from Boston. From there were women from really all over the world. And this feeling of just sisterhood. I know it's not very Dutch to say it. But it really did feel like that. And what was brilliant, the way Momentum presented the trip was that we started off in Tel Aviv and they really we went to the stock exchange and to the to learn all about the modern innovation of the state of Israel and how advanced and how Israel is really like one of the countries who are standing in the front of technology and innovation. And you went from there to the next day, ending up in Tiberias and Tzfa and going back down to Jerusalem. So you went from like the present, the past and almost the future all together because when we ended up in Jerusalem, it was more about our own personal connection to this holy city and how we are taking that inspiration into our future. So it was really a past, present, future experience, not only for me, but for all the women who came and we went also to the south, to the Dead Sea and to Masada. And it was just the way it was presented and done was so beautiful and so meaningful and not one 
point was forgotten. We were well taken care of. We had counselors, tour guides. We had delicious food and meals taken care of. And something that I actually should have mentioned earlier was that it was a trip that was funded by Haisha. We had to do fundraising for the trip um, together with Momentum. And the women who come on the trip, they don't have to pay for the trip. They do have to pay for their ticket to come to the trip. But um, all the expenses are paid for by Aisha. And it was something that, you know, it was a challenge to raise all that money. But it was so worthwhile because the feeling of accomplishment when we came back and thinking like, wow, this was just an idea and it became something that we actually did. But it doesn't just stop there because going to Israel was just one part of a momentum year, a year through Haisha. Because the women who joined me in Israel, they actually committed to a whole year of engagement. And every single month when Haisha did an event, they joined us. And sometimes we had events on our own just to talk about different topics, whether it had to do before one of the holidays or an interesting topic in Jewish identity or Torah. And it was just something that grew and grew. And then, of course, you know, the corona pandemic happened and we started our online presence. We did a few Zoom events where we had many women come and join and we had countless speakers come and join and share different things. And just, you know, continuing something that started and I felt like, wow, now we're like a real organization. We're something that we made it on the map. People know who we are. People um, are connected to us and are engaging with us. And it's a, it brings me immense satisfaction so anyways, that's Haisha. Our goal is really to um, empower women in their homes, in their communities, and really just, you know, what I found from talking to so many different women is that many women went to Israel when they were, you know, young or with B'nai Akiva or as um, to a kibbutz and had different experiences where that kind of like awakened their Jewish identity. But then, you know, you come back to wherever you live and life goes on and we're busy. We don't always have time to attend to our Jewish soul or our Jewish inner spark. And what happens is, is that as we move on with life and we get married and we have children, we all of a sudden are faced with the, with the idea that, oh, wow, okay, I'm a Jew. I'm not very inspired right now or I'm not so connected right now or engaged but I want my children to feel connected. I want them to have a strong Jewish identity. How do I do that? And that's something that many, many women are, are, are confronted with all the time. And the idea was that if women can connect to their true values as a Jewish woman and as a Jewish person and give that over to their children, you know, that's something invaluable. That's continuing the Jewish, the Jewish nation. And that's something very, very precious. So, Really, I think the idea of this trip was really to reawaken within a woman her own inner values of who she is as a Jewish woman and giving her that empowerment and that strength to continue that into her home and family and community and really to rise up and be a leader in her community or within her circles of sharing the, her strong passion and values as a Jewish person and for every person that could mean something else. And that's something also that I'm really like committed to that Haisha is an organization that really you know, is giving women the opportunity to, to, to search and find and use that information for however it resonates with them. So that's about Haisha. If you can't tell, I've been talking about it for like 10 minutes, so I'm very passionate about it. And I really, really hope that as we ease out of this pandemic, that we could continue the work that we already started doing and that God willing, please God, next November, we will be going with a 
big group of women, maybe 10, maybe 20 women to Israel with Momentum so we can continue this cycle of traveling and learning and connecting and just, you know, there's something about this whole system that we had set up that really brings women together in a in a real deep committed kind of way and I really am thankful to all you ladies who joined me in Israel and who all the other women who come all the time to our events join our Torahs and Teas online or just you know send a message and show support for Haisha because together we're always better um, so actually I forgot to mention that with um, the beginning of Aisha one of um, the tools that we used to really engage with the community was starting this podcast and we did seven or eight episodes last time and I introduced a very diverse group of women from the community here in Amsterdam and I really like to show diversity because I think that there's something that each individual can give whether you're religious whether you're traditional whether you're just a little bit engaged every spectrum of Jewish women in our community have immense value that they can share with the community and I find each person integral to that. So I really appreciated the women who came on last season to just talk with me and share their journeys through life as a Jewish woman, as a person, as a mother um, with me. I was thinking now with the pandemic and things have been a little bit more quiet. It's harder to engage online as you know, you can do as many Zoom events, but it's also, you know, people are busy and just trying to get get through with life. It's not always possible for people to join. And I thought, you know, this podcast is another way to engage our community because um, when you interview people, their friends and their family will listen. And that will also, you know, let give people opportunity to share a side of them that people may, may not know. And at the same time, engaging with our community. And podcast is a great tool because, you know, you can just put it on while you're cooking in the kitchen or driving in the car. So I said, you know what? Let me just start again. Season two. Let's do this. Let's go out and introduce myself to women. And sometimes it's not easy to be a little brave because I don't always know everybody. And I just, you know, putting myself out there to meet women and speak with them and have them share their story. And I met such marvelous women you know marvelous in the Dutch language is not that many adjectives so I sometimes find when I use amazing wonderful fantastic marvelous it's words that you don't always have in the Dutch language and excuse me if I'm using too many adjectives but I really met such just wonderful women and I'm so inspired by all of them and the messages of life that they've shared with me and I hope that all of you enjoy them the future podcasts as much as I have I want to end off with a story that, although I've told it to some people and it was published in our first um, newsletter, I love to share this story and I'm going to end off with it. So a year into Haisha, I was um, working with someone who was busy with helping us with grants and fundraising and he sent me a link to a archive from the Jewish Historical Museum here in Amsterdam. And he said, you know, there used to be an organization called Haisha. So I started to read up about it. And what I discovered was that before the war, there was an organization in the Netherlands called Haisha de Frau. And they had a newspaper, which they sent out every month, I think, a monthly newspaper. And it was an organization that their whole identity and mission statement was to strengthen the Jewish identity through the woman. 
And when I started to read and saw their newsletter and their newspaper and a little bit about what they wanted to do, I was so blown away because this organization actually needed to close its doors, um, I think in 1941 because of the war. And it never ever continued after the war. And for me, it meant so much to know that we were kind of picking up where they left off and saying, you know, Haishas of the 1920s and the 1930s and the 19, that's it, the 1930s and just 1940 and 41, I guess. We did not forget you. Your work was valuable, integral, and now we're going to light the torch that was extinguished. It was for me a very strong message that we're just doing the right thing and we're really making a we really have the power to make a difference in this community. I was looking more at the newspaper and about their mission statement. Also something they wrote was about connecting to Israel through Zionism. And, you know, something that we do in Haisha is also we very much connect that Israel and our Jewish identity is something that really goes hand in hand. And I just really felt that it was like a message from Hashem telling me, like, keep your course, don't give up. It's hard. It was right in the midst of real fundraising for our Israel trip. So it was definitely like more of a stressful point. And it really gave me this push just to keep going and not to give up. And I just leave you all with that parting message that when you do something you really care about and you're very passionate about, and you get these little um, dusts, these little, um, these little notes and messages from Hashem that's telling you, don't give up, stay the course, keep going. Like tap into that, really listen to it. Because, you know, it's going to take you in the, in the direction that you need to go. Just think about it. Of all the names we could have chosen for our organization, we chose a name of an entity of an organization that already existed. And we invigorated and revived something that unfortunately had died because of tyranny, hatred, and anti-Semitism. So with that, I leave you. Be the torch. Light the flame. Tap into those messages and just... Keep your course, everyone. Wishing you all a wonderful rest of your day or night. And hang in there because this pandemic is going to be over and we're going to come back roaring stronger than ever before. Thank you so much for joining us today at our podcast. We hope you join us again very soon. To find out more about Haisha or to join one of our events, visit our website at Haisha.nl or check us out on social media, Facebook and Instagram, haisha.nl. The music featured in today's podcast is by singer and songwriter Sarah Hacht. Tot folgende keer!